Hey ladies, welcome to Boss Ladies Connect. I am so excited that you're joining us on this podcast where we encourage women and inspire them to fully walk in everything that they've been called to do. We believe that each person has been created with a specific purpose and it is up to us to walk in it, to discover what it is and to allow it to fully manifest in our lives. And so each week we have conversations that allow us to evolve and grow and to fully understand and embrace the purpose call on our lives. And so ladies, without further ado, let us get started. Ultimately, your team is an extension of you, right? Because we're all branding ourselves. You're branding yourself as a leader. You're branding yourself as a boss. You're branding yourself as whatever your product is that has a brand that has a feel that has a reputation and so it all is an extension of who you are and so then you're hey guys so sorry for this interruption but i just wanted to come on and just talk to you about ways that we can further connect I get a lot of inquiries in my DM about ways that we can go beyond the podcast. And so I just wanted to take the moment and give you three different ways that we can further connect and partner. And so the first way is, did y'all know I had a YouTube series? I have a YouTube channel entitled Tisha Talks, and there's a lot more content there and conversations that I've had that could absolutely help you as you are continuing your journey to do life well and to do business well. Um, And so that's the first way. The second way is um, if you're having a conference or an event and you're looking for a speaker, someone who is committed to living a purpose-filled life, to providing transformative information, uh, to growing and empowering individuals, I am your girl, okay? I would love to partner with you as you build the communities that you're in. I would love to be a part of that, the things that you are doing in your environment. Like this is what it's all about. It's about us being impactful in the spheres of influences that we have. And so the link to be able to book me as a speaker is also going to be available in the show notes. Now, the third way is kind of similar to the second way, um, except maybe you're not looking for a speaker, but you're looking for a host someone who can facilitate, someone who loves to connect people together, someone who loves to build community, someone who loves to empower and encourage and um, just enlighten and bring another sense of inspiration and just enjoyment to the room. Here I am. I'd love to partner with you in that way um, to help make your event a success. And so for all of these different ways for us to partner and connect outside of the podcast, links to this will be in my show note. And I'm super excited to get to know you beyond this space right here. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to stop talking. We're going to get back to the episode. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode. Your girl Letitia here. We are still doing the series, Doing Business Well. And we have had a lot of phenomenal guests, um, have been able to pull on some of my great relationships and um, individuals are women that I know that are doing well in business and 
them sharing their their gems, right? With us, we've talked about systems, how you can um, have systems in your life as well as in your business, or should I say how you should have systems in your life as well as in your business. We've also chatted about building the right teams um, and what that entails and, and creating culture as a leader. And so we've had a lot of great conversations. Oh, and let's not forget about trademarking. We talked about the importance of trademarking, how innocence is not a defense girl. I know I used to think I could, you know, cry wolf, not cry wolf, but I used to think that I could just say, well, I know, like, seriously, like, I really didn't know. Um, but they don't care. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when it comes to when it comes to legal matters, we have to make sure that we're doing our due diligence, right? Um, to protect our businesses and our side hustles and the things that we have going on. So this has been a really great series and we do have more to come, ladies. We are gonna be talking about the tough seasons in business as well. And I'm really excited about um, being able to hop into those conversations too. But before we um, get there, I really wanted to chat with you all about the leadership space, right? There is such a difference um, in being a solopreneur, which is someone who is doing all the things in their business, right? It's just you, you're dependent on yourself, um, you're reliant on yourself and no one else, right? Um, to being an entrepreneur that has a staff or a team or people that, um, that you are responsible for, right? People that you are looking to, to help you execute your vision. It's a different, um, it's a different way of doing things. And so we touched on this a little bit in building um, effective teams, but I'm going to talk about it today from um, becoming like you as an individual, becoming a strategic leader and understanding your leadership brand. And um, I'm really excited to do that. Let me give you a little bit of backdrop because you're probably like, okay, Letitia, that's great. Um, but I do got a little bit of education and knowledge in this space. And so <laughs> I have a master's in organizational leadership. I do consulting workshops and trainings around leadership, um, ranging from areas of effective leadership to um, communication and leadership to team building. Um, and the list just goes conflict resolution. The list just goes on and on. I'm just naming a couple of things off the top of my head because at the end of the day, our organizations, even our business, um, even if we're a solopreneur, it's still run by a person. We still have to deal with people. Even if you are doing all the things on your own, you still have to reach out, connect with your clients, right? And then you probably have to have some type of partnership with um, a vendor, right? That you're using. And so everything revolves around people, everything. And, um, and so understanding who you are as a leader is extremely important. So today we're going to touch a lot on you, right? I'm going to use myself as an example in this conversation. <laughs> Um, so when we think about leadership, so let, let's talk a little bit about the difference between uh, leadership and management, right? So leadership is um, when you're coming from a place of influence, right? You are empowering individuals, you're enabling them, you're working through individuals, you're helping them rise to their fullest potential. You are... Um, you are exciting people, right? You are getting people motivated. They're getting, they're um, buying in to the vision 
um, to the call of action, to the purpose, to the passion. They're they're uh, buying into those things, right? And as a manager, you're pretty much just trying to um, make sure that all of the responsibilities and the tasks and the things that need to be accomplished are taking place, right? That you're getting the job done, that you're reaching the status quo, that you're doing it as effectively as you can. Um, and it's a lot about, I don't want to say dictatorship because it depends on what type of manager you are, but you hear things like micromanaging, right? <laughs> you just want to make sure that this thing gets done. You're not really so much concerned about the person or the individual or building them. Um, you're more concerned about the, the result, right? And so both is necessary, right? We want we want to be effective leaders and we want to um, build an, an awesome team, right? But we also want to make sure that it's functional and that it's effective and that it's productive. So both of those things are important. But when we talk about, you want to have a healthy balance of both. That's kind of the goal, right? You want to have a healthy balance of both. Where, well, I think so often um, people stray over to the management side and confuse that with leadership. Leadership uh, requires a different set of tools, right? A different set of skills. A lot of people call them soft skills, but they're actually essential skills <laughs> that you need when dealing with people. The organization is made up of people. It's an organism, right? Even, even from using the word organization, it's an organism. It's living, it's evolving, it's growing. That is us as people. You're adding new people on, you're adding new personalities, people with different goals, people with different motivations, people with different experiences, people with different ways of doing things. It's a lot of different people coming together to achieve the, the vision or the, the mission that this particular organization has, the, whatever that objective is. And so as a leader, you're responsible for how this organization functions, right? It ultimately falls on you. And so where we really need to start is with you, with you as the individual. I always say, if the culture is not healthy, look at the leader. If things is toxic, look at the leader. If communication is broken, look at the leader. If productivity is low, look at the leader. We got to look at the leader because everything flows top down. All right. So people are going to do what they see you doing. You set the tone. You create the space. You are the example. And so with that being said, we really have to examine ourselves. We have to be so self-aware as a leader. We have to be self, we have to know what, like, what triggers us, right? We have to know what triggers us. We have to know where we're not as strong. We have to know where we are really strong or maybe even too strong. We have to know areas in which we need improvement. We have to know areas in which we need balance, where we need someone else to come in and kind of balance that out for us. We have to know ourselves really well because we are setting the tone for the way that our businesses are gonna function and the culture that we're gonna create. And so I don't know about you, but I am definitely 
and advocate for creating spaces where innovation can thrive, where people feel like they can authentically be themselves, bring their ideas, that their voice will be heard, that they are valued, that they have the freedom and the autonomy to work in their zone of genius, right? And so I'm a proponent of um, allowing people to work to their fullest potential. But sometimes people don't know what their potential is. And then sometimes as a leader, you have to kind of pull that out or you have to provide opportunities for them to be able to um, stretch in that way and to grow in that way. And y'all, the stuff I'm saying, it take a lot of work. It's not just something that you just wake up and you just do. It is something that you're super, super intentional about. It's something that you're aware about, right? So self-awareness will also help you be more aware of those around you. <laughs> those around you, your impact or your influence on them, their impact and their influence on you. And it's just so, so important. And so um, some of the ways that as a leader, you can do this is, um, you know, I, I always, when I first started, I, I took personality tests to really get a gauge because sometimes it's difficult to see where you fall short or to see like how you tend to move, right? Um, you know, some people are authoritative leaders. Some people are passive leaders. Um, we all have different leadership styles and different communication styles, right? But we also have to figure out which style is gonna work best for our team and for the, the vision and the mission and the culture that we're looking to create in the space that we work in every day, right? The space that we are creating, right? The space that we want to thrive and build. And so personality assessments. So I'll talk a little bit about my first personality assessment, child. I was like, oh my goodness, this is so on. Like I just, oh yes, yes, this is me. This is not me. This I like to do. And then it turned out, I can't remember the exact like four letter thing. I think I definitely was like an I in F something. Um, but what I do remember is that it said like, I would definitely be good as a judge. I would definitely be good as a lawyer or somewhere in law enforcement. And so when I was, funny story, when I was younger, I absolutely wanted to be an FBI agent. And so I was like, oh, this is so like resonating with me. <laughs> but what it did really tell me is that I really have a, a black and white um, viewpoint, right? And so I can be judgmental, right? And I can be like, I just feel like right is right and wrong is wrong, right? And so um, that can be kind of authoritative, right? And kind of direct, right? Not really trying to play around. Not, not trying to beat around the bush. And so I took that test, oh my goodness, back when I was getting my bachelor's. And it was really helpful for me because I had, I knew, kind of knew that, but then it was kind of put, a name was kind of put to it. But what I also recognize is that people don't always relate and connect to those type of personalities. It's a little bit more challenging to get people to trust you. It's a little bit more challenging to get people to to want to work with you and to to build with you because you know a lot of times when you have that type of personality it can be intimidating to other people they can feel like they are walking on eggshells like they can't do anything wrong and if they do something wrong you're automatically going to call them out and so I had to learn that there were some things that I had to work on if I wanted to be able to build with people and so that was my first um 
time and realizing that there's some work that I might have to do. Like I might be prone to moving this way, but if I'm trying to create a different type of space or environment, then I have to make some adjustments and I have to work on me, right? And so the other test I took was an Enneagram. And that really is, um, and there are many personality tests. I've taken other ones, but I'm just um, talking about these two right now. Um, the Enneagram kind of shows you what your motivation is, right? And so what you're motivated by. And so um, the results from that, you know, I kind of knew at that point I had developed and had been working on myself and, and being self-aware. Um, and so what stood out to me in that test was it it showed me that I'm kind of triggered by feeling like um, I'm being blamed for something, which then kind of stems from not wanting to be wrong, not wanting to do the wrong thing, and then in turn have someone blame me for something. And so I had to realize that that is a trigger point for me. And so in certain spaces or certain situations, I can take things personal, right? And so as a leader, I now have to, um, when things happen, I have to take a, a few steps back. Like I can't, like some can't happen. And then I'm having a meeting 20 minutes later. Okay. Cause <laughs> I'm gonna be on that meeting, like super defensive, not coming in a place where, you know, people can, um, fully express themselves and, and we can come down, you know, come to a conclusion and work through whatever the situation is, because I know that I'm triggered by feeling like someone is blaming me for something or someone is saying that I did something wrong. And so I recognize that that's something that I have to work on. I can't just turn around and have a meeting. I have to wait and I have to maybe kind of speak to my mentor, or I might have to speak to a trusted friend that can kind of help me balance it out and give myself time to take the personal piece of it um, out of the equation so that I can move forward and continue to be the example that I'm looking for my team to, um, to have, right? And so- those are just a couple of examples of ways in which I have had to adjust and grow as a leader. My therapy journey has been extremely helpful in that space as well, um, because the more you know yourself, um, the more you can actually give to other people. Um, leadership is also very much about serving, right? Serving others. And so sometimes there are things going on with us that block us from being able to walk in that position and being, being humble in that space. And so when I say serving other people, I mentioned earlier that leadership is learning how to work through others, right? And enabling them. That's really serving them, right? That's really serving them. So for example, if I have an individual that's on my team and um, they are, let's say, working on an assignment for me and I've given them that assignment. Um, I want to create a space where they can share with me what they're doing. They can come to me about what their ideas are where I'm not micromanaging them. I'm, we're just going over the high level details and deadlines and I'm letting them know what, you know, the expected outcome is and, 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 if it's something where it's like, you know, involving other people, like the, just the kind of feel I want it to have and what type of brand, you know, I am, 
And because ultimately your team is an extension of you, right? Because we're all branding ourselves. You're branding yourself as a leader. You're branding yourself as a boss. You're branding yourself as whatever your product is that has a brand, that has a feel, that has a reputation. And so it all is an extension of who you are. And so then your team, your people, they become an extension of who you are. And so back to the scenario, I'm talking to the individual. I want to make sure that I'm not taking over everything. I'm allowing them to express areas where they're stressed or maybe areas where they're having difficulty or maybe areas where they need support. How can I support them if I can't support them? If I can't support them, what other options and opportunities are there for this? How can we solve this? How can we move forward? Um, I'm enabling them still without taking the rein and doing it myself. I'm enabling them to exercise and stretch those muscles so that they can be fully vested in what it is that they're doing and be proud of the accomplishment that not only we made as a team, but they made as an individual. Y'all, that takes work because my um, my uh, judge, lawyer space just kind of wants to get it done, you know? <laughs> and so to be able to, to, to fall back, right. And, and go into that serving mode. And this is even for people that you are paying, right? Sometimes we have volunteer staff. Sometimes we have people that we're paying. Of course, there's a certain level of expectation that you're able to do certain things. But um, if you are like a part of my team and you're helping me build, then I'm investing a little bit more in you. I'm serving you in that way. Um, that is my way of, of, of serving you. And then it, it recognizing that it is not just about me as a leader. It is about my team, because quite honestly, I can't get to the levels that I want to get to without the people um, undergirding me to get me there. And so I want to create a sense of commitment, a sense of loyalty, um, a sense of trust, right, in these relationships um, and making sure that the people, I said this in the episode that we talked about um, with people having the right people or having a, um, an effective team, making sure that the right people are doing the right things, right? Because then that allows them to operate in their zone of genius. And if they operate in their zone of genius, then we are able to just they're able to, to maximize their potential. We're able to maximize the potential and what it is that we're doing as a company, as an organization. And it just, it's a win-win for all of us. When they win, I win, right? So the goal is to continue to further help you win. Um, I think also as, as it concerns leadership, it is really important that you're not afraid that people will exceed your space. So I think a lot of times we can, I don't want to give them too much. I don't want to tell them too much. I don't want to give them too much opportunity because they may surpass me. I've actually been under a leader like that. Um, and it was just like, it was like the leader will always dangle a carrot in front of me 
to make me produce and to make me work with promises of advancement, promises of promotion, promises of moving up, but would never allow me to be able to move up. And as a result of their fear that I would supersede them, right? And so that was horrible, by the way, can I just say? I call that the salesman leader, um, the lion leader. So let me stop. <laughs> um, but what it really did was it just made me feel very undervalued. Um, it um, also made me feel like I was never good enough, even though the things that I was doing was on, you know, I could find factual documentation that showed that it was on another level. But because that person, because of their own insecurities, because of their own fears, they kept me stagnant or tried to keep me stagnant because I ain't there no more. But <laughs> um, yeah, and so as a leader, we have to look inside. What are we insecure about? What insecurities do we have that we need to work on? We need to be able to own and admit when we're wrong, right? When we've made a mistake, you're gonna want your team to admit to you earlier than later when they have made a mistake, when they have done something wrong. And if you are not leading by example in doing that, you're not creating a space where they feel like they can do that for you too. And so, and it's just healthy because we don't know everything. If we knew everything, we wouldn't have these other people and be outsourcing and contracting and, and hiring people to do things. We need each other. We need other people. And so being able to quickly admit when you're wrong and continuously move on. That like goes a long way for building trust, for building respect and for building loyalty within a team. Because so often people have positions, right? Of leadership or of power. And as soon as they get that power because of all the other insecurities and things that they have going on, they misuse it, they abuse it. Now they're trying to tell you what to do. And- <laughs> Um, you know, be the quote unquote boss and um, checking people and doing all these little silly things. And really that in the long run does not help them develop the type of team that they want, create the type of culture that they want and help them advance because those people are not going to stay there, especially if you got some good people. Okay. And so that's super important. Um, now on the other side of that, you can have all these great, some of the things I'm talking about are soft skills, people skills. We haven't even gotten into like communication. All I'm gonna say about communication right now, cause I feel like that's a whole nother podcast episode is the goal in communication is to communicate in an effective way that the person that is intended to receive the information actually receives and understands what it is that you're saying. And so, if you say it in a way that they don't understand or it's not their method of communication and they can't receive the information well, then you've been ineffective in your ability to communicate with them. And so that's all I'm going to say about that. Other than that, we have to make sure, we just have to make sure that we are setting ourselves up to create the, the culture and the spaces that we want, right? The whole, one of the whole reasons about, you know, becoming an entrepreneur and doing things your way is so that you can do things your way. You can create a space that you actually enjoy, that you actually like getting up to and, and doing every day. 
you have the power here, right? You do have the power, but it is going to take intentionality. It's going to take effort. I'm not going to sit up here and lie to you. That is easy. It is not easy. That's why a lot of people don't do it. We talk about poor leadership all the time. I could tell y'all stories. Oh my gosh. The reason why I went into organizational leadership is because I was under such horrible leadership in several different scenarios. Um, and it just, oh, it just blew my mind, but it also broke my heart. <laughs> um, and so we have the ability to create the spaces, not only the products, not only the services, but create the spaces and create the team that can allow us to be phenomenal and allow them to be phenomenal as well. Uh, the other thing I was going to add is that we do need to have a balance, right? So we still do need to be productive. We need to be effective. We need to have that space too. And so, um, it's a, it's a managing of those things. It's an assessing, it's a letting our team speak. It's a getting feedback, right? And not just getting feedback and never circling back, right? <laughs> getting feedback and continuously evolving and improving and growing to see how we can do better. But it all starts with us evolving and improving as an individual. And so that's why I love having these podcast episodes where we help you help women and just people in general, do well in life, like continue to evolve, continue to grow. The more you know about you, the more you can do, the more impactful you can be. Um, the more you know how to show up with other people, right? And so, yeah, I just wanted to hop on here real quick and just talk a little bit about that leadership space. Y'all let me know if y'all want more information on this because I could talk for days. I'm trying to just really stay focused and not go all over <laughs> with it. Um, let me know if you want to have, um, if you like some more podcast episodes about communication, if you like some more podcast e episodes about conflict resolution, if you like some more podcast episodes about team building and all those different things, um, y'all know I could talk about it, but that can get kind of boring if you're not into that thing. But I did want to add this to this doing business well series because it's super important. And a lot of times we coin ourselves as bosses, but we don't even know how to lead. I'm gonna let that sit right there. We don't know how to lead people. We don't have boss people around, <laughs> but we don't know how to lead them. We don't know how to develop them. And we're challenged even with developing ourselves. And so again, it all starts with us. It all starts with us. Self-awareness is your friend, okay? It will actually help you stay out of traumatically traumatic situations right? And encounters, because if you know certain things about yourself and you can start working on it, then it also helps you know how to show up with different people and in different scenarios. And um, um, so it's super important. It's super important. So guys, y'all ready for the next couple of episodes that we're going to have? I'm excited to hear about like the tough seasons, the things people have been through, the challenges, um, particularly in business, but maybe I'll ask them some questions about leadership too. Um, cause I know that that is a whole challenge. It grows you as an individual, as it's growing your team and your people, but it's a good thing. It's a good growth. And I know that you guys are, um, called to this, right? I know that you're called to this. So that means that, you know, God doesn't give you any more than you can handle. And so just embrace the process um, position yourself to 
always be a learner, to always be a student, um, to grow. You can learn from your people, right? Just like they can learn from you. And so until next time, talk to you later. Ladies, did you enjoy that episode or what? Did this episode speak to you in some kind of way? I would absolutely love to hear about it. Y'all know it does my heart good when you subscribe and you share this podcast with someone else that you know can absolutely benefit from it. Y'all, we are out here connecting, walking in our purpose and encouraging each other along the way. I love meeting with you every week and I'd love to stay further connected. Be sure to follow me on Instagram at Tisha underscore talks and to visit my website, www.tishatalks.org. You'll find the podcast, you'll find other videos and you'll find other courses and classes and workshops, conferences, the list goes on and on to the things that we are currently doing so that we can further connect beyond this weekly podcast. So ladies, without further ado, I want you guys to walk fully in everything that you've been called to align your passion with your purpose and go out there and get everything that has your name on it. Talk to you later.